today. He's got a thing on it, wrote an entire article. Really? Yeah. How did he get that bill of fucking ethics committee? It was like 18th century. Oh, oh, okay. That's what I say, damn. What was 18th century? Some chef got a hold of uh, dead bodies and made, like, just a small steak out of one of them and figure out what it tastes like. Apparently, it tastes like veal. Beer? Veal. Oh, Phil. Veal. B-E-A-L. What the fuck is veal? Baby lamb. Oh. Lamb chops, boy. It's weird. It's unsettling. It's monstrous. Calamari's good as fuck, though. No. Yes, it is. I've never had calamari. You ain't gonna catch me putting tentacles in my mouth. You like shrimp? Yeah. Then you would like calamari. It tastes a lot lot like it. It's fancy as fuck. It's pretty expensive, but it's pretty good. <laughs> Say, do we have beverages? Would oh, you like yeah. a cold one, sir? The cold ones are in Man, I should have got some more. Superior cold one. The Miller Lite. I don't know. I'm kind of with Aubrey here. I kind of wish I got some. I mean, this is what we got. Yeah. I mean, if you want one of these, you can have one. Yeah. I guess the beggars cannot be choosers. Liquor's better. No. Angry Orchard. Angry Orchard's bomb as fuck. I was drinking that anyway over there tonight, man. The one you got. I think the only time I ever really drank things was whenever I was like trying to get fucked up, man. Whenever I drank it, I was like, this tastes like puke. But obviously it wouldn't taste like puke unless I could drunk up a bunch. (laughs) I was like, Angry Orchard's good as fuck, man. I was like, this is not good. I'm just fucking put a psychological attachment to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it didn't taste like puke in a bad way. I was like, man, this is pleasant, but man, it's weird not going, it's not going in and not coming out. <laughs> yeah, I'm pulling that old crest on, buddy. A lot of people are the ones who quit, actually. Even Supervisor Corey said by the end of the series, he's going to be gone. Spence and Brennan are talking about being police. Police? I can see Spencer doing a good job on that, but I don't know. I don't know about Brennan. He's too chill. Dude. I mean, yeah, we need chill cops, but at the same time. It'd be fucking hilarious if we get pulled over by Spencer and be like, he was like, after you got taken, oh, fuck you. He was like, yeah, I don't care. He'd be, he'd be the dude he might actually give you one sometimes I'll just be asking <laughs> he might he'd do it man <laughs> he'd probably be oh hey there Mark he was speeding a little bit back there you're going three over here's a fucking ticket <laughs> he'd do some bullshit to you we should watch this man do it tonight oh it's such a good what one is it freedom of choice ah uh, god that's fucking bright it's a good one man we can watch any mind free. Free will, is, we fucking have, dude. I swear. Maybe nothing. Oh. It, it, it's worth being open on. But what was it? Oh, yeah, we're talking about luck in the fucking truck. Yeah. You believe in luck? I don't know. I don't. I think it's a straight real thing. Oh, shit. It's top How model. else do people win the luck? I don't know if I believe you, in you luck. You can't strategically plan the winner. Huh? What the lottery? What? How do you how do people win the lottery? You can't like it's randomized. Pull the, the, yeah. pull the dick out your ears. Hey, I'm deaf. Okay, I'm deaf too. I'm more deaf. That makes any fucking sense. Did you bring pickle Rick with you, man? You guys feel like oh, it's cool to pull the pickle Rick. Oh, man, pickle Rick was badass. He's about to blow your mind. I'm saying, finish that season. Fucking lights killing me. Look at him, boy. That's cool. Are oh, you hitting from the head, too? That's right. That's, that's just perfect. Yeah, I lit him on fire. <laughs> it's pretty smooth, smooth. Pickle Rick! Pickle Rick! Uh, I thought that thing was interesting considering it was from 307 BC. Yeah. And it has some little philosophies we think about. Yeah. Like accusation, accumulation of knowledge and all that. Yeah, it's pretty intense. 
Uh, I love that kind of stuff. What do you call it? Epicureanism? Yeah. Epicureanism. Uh, Jordan Peterson and Sam Harris kept tossing around a word last night called epistemology. What the fuck is that? After a while, I was like, what the fuck is that? And I googled it, and I just my mind was just about crumbled. Damn. That hardcore? I was like, holy shit. Epistemology? They were arguing about epistemology. And that's that's like, oh, that's like you're touching the floor of the rabbit hole. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that is. I didn't either. That's hardcore. Epistemology definition. The theory of knowledge, especially with regard to its methods, validity, and scope. Epistemology is the investigation of what distinguishes justified belief from opinion. So it's a... The theory... Fuck, it's the... I can't even explain it. It's the study Um, of... It's it's the study... and belief? Kind of. Yeah. I mean... It's the investigation. They study <clears throat> what separates opinion from justified belief. Here's something that will blow your fucking lid off. For Epicurus, I can't say his name right. The purpose of philosophy was to attain a happy, tranquil, tranquil life characterized by ataraxia, peace and freedom from fear, and aponia, the absence of pain, and by living self-sufficient life surrounded by friends. He taught that the root of all human neurosis was death denial, and the tendency for human beings to assume that death would be horrific and painful, which he claimed causes unnecessary anxiety, selfish, self-protective behaviors, and hypocrisy. Dude, that's, that's, that's 307 B.C. That's legitimate. Dude, that's, that's, that's hardcore. We do, we do a couple of... 307 B.C. Jordan Peterson says that kind of stuff, man. That's not... I think I can get behind that kind of philosophy. Yeah, yeah it sounds really good. Yeah. Well, we, we, and we, we do a lot of that. We actually. break it down further, though. Well, there's not really a reason to be scared of death, though. There, there, yeah. Even if you can think about it the worst possible way, it's, it's not bad. Yeah, right. I don't know about that. If, if there's literally nothing after death and your consciousness dies, your consciousness is dead, so you're not aware. If it, it's like being asleep without yeah. dreaming. That's not bad. That's, that, that's nothing. You just wake up and like get yeah, sleep. Exactly. There's no reason to be scared. Nothing? I don't know about that. But you're yeah. not there for it. Yeah. It's yeah. not an experience to have. It's not one of them. It's not within the realm of experience. And that philosophy basically teaches live the best life you can live, surrounded by friends, loved ones, things like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Basically what we do daily. Yeah. yeah. Damn right. You can take it a step further. So... If, uh, if there's nothing after that, and the consciousness dies with it, then that's also what happens before birth. It literally is. It's true. It sounds like it's very supportive of a reincarnation, which is... I'm fighting on that, man. I don't, I don't know how that works. <laughs> uh, nobody knows that. Well, you guys are not something they'll ever be able to explain. I've heard so many different renditions of... To me, that's good enough for reincarnation right there. I don't even... Trying to take it any deeper, you'll put like a... Some people like to think you'll turn into fish, fish other or animals. Or other humans or... Some people perhaps think... You can ascend, perhaps you can ascend upwards. Yeah. Whatever's beyond human, you can get that. Well, I don't know if I believe in reincarnation either. I'm kind of on the fence about it, personally. Um, well, that's kind well, of what like else do you think would be? That's interesting to talk about. You think it's just literally nothing? No, I don't think. It's I, I think there's something. I think it's more like the spirit realm, not yeah. like God's spirit realm. So you like, think the, theory, the spirit realm is separate from this one? Yeah, but it's present yeah. here. Well, they obviously touch at some point. If I oh yeah, yeah. We've, we've supposedly seen ghosts and things. I kind of I can get behind that. That's there's so many theories on that death, man. It's really just hard to pick one that you like. <laughs> I don't want to believe that there's, like, nothing. Like, yeah, that just seems so negative. Even if me. there is, nothing is what happens before you're born, too, because you came out of that. You did come from nothing. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to think, you know, just nothing. Yeah. Uh, well, it, well no, nothing's not an experience. So if reincarnation, I mean, whatever it is next, It'll seem like it's instant. 
because you can't. Or maybe not instant, but it'll, it'll seem like a sleep. But isn't the conscience very similar to the spirit? Uh, the consciousness, man, that's that's a whole that's a whole can of worms. I'm going in with what that is. Yeah, then that's. You could say it's a it's a spiritual little wavelength that the brain can touch into, or you can say that it's completely part of the brain. If it's part of the spirit, then I don't think it would still be there after you die. So if you what if the brain? Yeah, but what if the brain's not part of the spirit? Still? Your brain might not be, but the spirit might be totally separate from you. But it's there as well. So we're, we're, we're like spirit forms piloting humans. Maybe. I mean, you could say the brain could be considered a limiter to the spirit. Maybe. From yeah, we've only got the five senses. We can, we can oh, remember V still had a video about that. There's a lot more than five. I mean, yeah, there's a lot more than five, but can you name one? I can't. <laughs> there's more dimensions past the third dimension, but yeah. Except that one we Carl Sagan video. Like, I say, don't we basically know that, that there's more than three oh, yeah. dimensions? Yeah. Carl Sagan went on a whole tangent uh, explaining them, and he does a very, very good job of explaining it. It's still extremely hard to perceive as humans because we're stuck. Yeah. That's why I'm starting to think death is a good thing. It breaks your limit. Breaks your limit? You, you can become, infinity becomes your potential when you're dead. Because uh, it, but the way you're making it sound is nothing. Your limiter breaks. But yeah. it sounds like. If you think about it, life is just. Potential. Chaos. An experience. Experience. Yeah, but when, how you said that death is nothing, that would be no limits. I didn't say nothing. Limits. I didn't say Even if it's, if that is the case, then there are no limits, and there's simply nothing. So uh, I, I didn't say nothing comes after death. I'm, I'm, I'm just talking about what I think might. No, it's not like you're leaning more towards the nothing. No. I don't know. I believe you. It makes more sense to think nothing. I think you can go farther up the ladder. I'm with Huey. I think there's more than nothing. It but would be kind of weird if reincarnation exists and you kept your own personal spirit. You just keep doesn't getting, make any sense. Yeah, you keep getting reincarnated over and over again. It's the same thing. But uh, uh, I, I, can I see think that. reincarnation can exist without a personal spirit. I don't know. But I can... Well, yeah, I think... I can see that. It's I, feel, I feel like that'd be really weird because, I mean, there's got to be a point where the growth of humanity surpassed and surpassed. And there'd be like two of you on the planet at once or some shit like that. But I can see that. Like your spirit just gets tossed and turned. More people at birth every day than die. So eventually, well, that, that'll, that'll probably change. That exactly. well energy or whatever you want to call it. Have to eventually be kind of depleted. Not if it's infinite. I mean, not if it's there. Could be infinite, but still. Remember in the man, in the, remember what Alan Watts said earlier? He, he said that uh, whenever you realize that you don't exist and that there only is infinite energy, you can do everything. There's no you that dies. Yeah. That's not especially like spirit. Maybe it's the spirit. So it was a good ass fucking video. Alan Watts did. He, he knew some things. Yes, but Alan Watts was a fucking badass. <laughs> That's exactly what he was saying earlier. He said, "There's no you that dies. You don't exist anyway." Because it's your spirit that controls this. No, not, not even that. Uh, so if there's just if there's just life, all right, there just is this phone. But we can break it down into you know probably about like probably about like eight inches or something. Mm-hmm. But that, even though this phone can be measured in eight inches, it's more its more than just eight inches. It's a phone. Yeah. An inch is a single human life. Take them on out. And it, it doesn't change what there is. It's a, it just but you'd be a part of that. Yeah. There's no you. You just, you're this. But you're, you're not the inch. You're, you're, you're what it's measuring. Yeah, but we're all different slices of it. Yeah, but we're all the e- we're all an equal slice. We're all the same, but we're all different. We're all an e- we're, we're an equal slice, though. Yeah, but we're all the same, but we're all different. There, there's no us. There just is life. No, I mean, if you cut the thing to multiple inches, and it's 
There's different pieces of it, but it is still the same. It's just in multiple pieces. No, it's, it's the same. Oh, the, the, the inch thing doesn't exist. There's no actual inch. Just there. because you take a pudding cup and you scoop half of it out doesn't change the fact that it's pudding cup. Yeah, I know, but it's still in, in numerous pieces, is what I'm saying. That can, those pieces could... No, it's, it's, still, actually, it's actually not disconnected at all. It's still the same thing. It is not disconnected. Oh, they're talking about disconnecting it, though. No, you mean, no, taking parts off of it. No, no, no. You, you just you just put inches onto it so you can measure it. Oh, okay. For, for whatever reason, we want to do things like that. that. Yeah, no, the measurement, the measuring thing, something doesn't change what it is. I'll believe man, actually, I taking no, pieces no, of it. No, but, yeah, measuring something doesn't change what it is. It, yeah. You're just you're psychologically breaking it down. You're not actually changing. it. Yeah, I thought you meant when you said slice. I thought you meant like actually taking it apart. And, and a you or a I. A, a measurement of life. Hmm. That's kind of what Alan, that's what Alan White was saying earlier. So there's there's well, no such thing. That's no what, we're all of a different mindset. That, that's a, that's an illusion. If, it, if 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 what Alan White said is to be believed. I can't disagree with that, though. Because we all have our own spirit, our own conscience. conscience. It's because you believe in spirit and conscience. Huh? It's because you believe in spirit and conscience. Some people may not believe in that. You perceive, you perceive it differently from someone else. Yeah. And it is true it, that the possibility... Chair, so you can sit closer to us, so I can hear you better? Be alright. I'll, <laughs> I'll carry you the way. Take the chair so we can so I can hear you better. Huh. Death and distance does not help. Huh. What? Distance doesn't help hearing. Oh, oh. <laughs> Fuck, I'll sit on the damn concrete, I don't care. We can get this thing out, man. Yeah, that's true too. That, that, that's what I believe though, man. That, that makes the most sense to me. Is that we're all the same? There is no less? There's no, there's not even such thing as a you or a me. It just seems that way right now. To me, I just, I just see, I see it differently though. Hmm. What's your take on that, man? A couple with bark on this one. Ah. But I, just, I guess I just differ. You also seem to be a firm believer in God. Uh, to an extent. Yeah, I, I, I think I think you might not be looking for what's true. You're just looking for what you want to be true. Why? Right. That, that will hold you back to a great degree. I'm not. I'm not saying I fully believe in God. I mean, to to an extent. I don't believe it's some mystical God in the air. I think it's just an energy. Then why, then why give it like the name God? To, to just have it. So you know what people are talking about? The energy? Energy is easily more easily understandable term. You say God, yeah. and everybody's like... Well, it's but there's multiple God. kinds of energy, though. That's just the energy about, like... I don't know how to break it down. I don't know how I think. I think... I don't know. Man, this thing seems pretty rough. <laughs> then what? Yeah, it's yeah, pretty they're rough. They're bad ass, aren't they? Pretty rough, man. Come on, Alright. Feels like a doobie, boy. It's a wide cigarette. It's a big one. Pretty sure a bowl would be the best way to have, have some THC. It uh, definitely is. I think I prefer J's. Do you know? I swear, J's seem to get me higher. I'm not going to lie. But uh, a bowl, man, you can just, uh, you can just use it and... It catches the resin, and you can pull the resin out, and it's really yeah. that. It's, it's, I don't know, I like it. The resin don't keep the resin. That resin will change your soul. <laughs> well, I usually burn my bowls until there's literally nothing left to burn. <laughs> yeah, but you can get like a, a thin little piece put up in there and, and pull it out, and it's like a big old ball. If you ever get like a full bowl's worth of resin, it's like two or three days, man. It just like lasts forever. And it's stronger. Concentrate. It's vicious stuff. <laughs> so 
I do believe there is a higher being, but I don't know if we can even perceive it. Would anybody like to hit this? I'm good right now. I got my own. Thank you, though. What would you say, though? Oh, I said, uh, look, there is a higher being, but I'm not exactly able to perceive it. I don't, I don't want to seem like I'm trying to debate tonight, so, so if, I ever, if, I, if I'm coming on too strong, just, just be like... Oh, shit, you can come on as strong as you fucking want. Just, just be like, stop. <laughs> but, uh... I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think higher beings like that exist. Why not? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, Who says people, things have to make sense? I mean... I know people like to say that the equation of Earth was so literally perfect down to the smallest The fine-tuning? Yeah. The fine-tuning of the universe. No, that can actually be flipped back around on itself. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I like to think about it. There's literally so many planets out there. It'd it be improbable. The universe didn't fine tune for life. Life grew to meet the conditions of the universe. Maybe, maybe not. That's yeah. what that makes more sense like that, man. Uh, that, that, that explains evolution. Because evolution grows and changes, even though yeah. life not is only hard. That, you can't even fathom how many planets are actually out. There. Oh, I know. Just in our galaxy. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a fuck time. The way I think about it, from that equation that has to be so fine tuned and perfect, it's completely probable that we are. Absolutely. That one that just happened to succeed. Who says they don't? We can't just go to another planet and see how they are until we no, advance that, that hard. That hard that, no, that, that, that breaks the, the fine tuning evidence for God. What do you and mean? Higher, and higher beings. No. Well, the, 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 the universe is not fine tuned and designed for life. That's what we're saying. Well, maybe it is. You, know, no, you can't no, know. We, we can right, pretty right. much prove that it's not. <laughs> I'm just saying. We can prove that it's not. You have four ones. So no matter what, you will always have four ones, correct? Yeah. Well, take that number and grow it exponentially by the number of planets that are in our solar system, mm-hmm. which is unfathomable. Mm-hmm. One of those planets literally has to be able to sustain life, which is our planet. Well, that's a hell. That's got to be more than just our planet. That's I know. Life. There's so many out there that yeah, it's improbable to think we're the only one. Even by that said, maybe we just better than them, or we can't hear their opinions. You can break that whole equation that God created everything by designing the universe. How many planets there are? Yeah, that 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 that, that, that fine tuning theory does not hold up under scientific scrutiny. It does not really work. I thought it did for a while too. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a good I'm theory. I'm not trying to crap all over your beliefs. I'll say I, all you I want, probably man. believe anyone gets to believe what they wish. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I'm, I'm an advocate that belief is a bad thing. I know you are. <laughs> belief in anything, I think is a bad thing. Oh, I know you do. You say it all the time. <laughs> I, I, I think it holds people back. Mm-hmm. I think it absolutely does. Another way I look at it, you know. If you spent your whole life worshiping God, and he ends up not to be real. You wasted your whole life. Yeah. Whereas if yeah. I lived my life that way, and he happens to be real, I lived how I wanted to. And he should and fucking broke, respect that. And I was wrong one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I think if you believe something, you're like trying to find it. You're, you're, you're rather than looking to see what's really out there. You're, you're, you're like taking your idea and throwing it and trying to make it sense and trying to make your own idea make sense. I, th- I think if you completely don't believe anything and have what a, you might call faith, just an openness to the real truth, you got you, you can't believe anything. You just have to be ready for all of it. Yeah, it, it'll hit you. It'll hit you when you whenever you whenever, whenever you're ready for it. It's like a, a boomerang. I'm gonna toss my own idea out here. Boomerang's gonna come right back around and smack you in the face. Yeah. Belief, belief is a limiting thing. I'm coming with you. Though. I feel like it can be, but not always. It's, it's, I think it always is. I really don't think I would stand on that. If you know things. something, you, you just know it. You, if you, you don't need to believe anything. That's yeah, so why you just don't claim to know. So there's easily things that we know. Yeah. But like, so, but we don't believe. I can't anything. claim to know. Like, I, mean, I don't believe. You're just sitting right out here next to me. And I know. I mean, I know you. I don't have to sit here and go, "Oh shit!" Oh, I can prove that he is right quick. I, mean, <laughs> I know you that you are. I don't believe. Yeah. But stuff we like, try and talk about, stuff we try to find out, you can't. You can't know. That's right. 
That's what Alan Watts you was can't saying. Know it. He said you can. He said if you're a human trying to transcend yourself and you know become a transcendent like Jesus or Buddha, it's not possible because who's trying to change you? It would Myself. be you. A flawed human can't create a not flawed. He, he can't unflaw himself. He yeah, can't create a not flawed being. There's no such thing as perfection. He's imperfect. So, you give up trying to do that stuff. Which means you give up all the religions and the beliefs that you might hold because you know they don't work because they're man made. And then. Ooh. You but if you're like almost. On most religions. Most religion all says it. Most of it says majority of the same thing. The same ideas. Except for maybe a few. Majority of them say the same thing. Uh, yeah. That's... I, I, I refuse. None of them... They, they actually say insanely different things. Yeah, but like the main... A lot of them, the main point is usually the same. At the top. I mean, look, look at the King James. Technically, all three of us would be tainted right now. Because uh, yeah, even Christianity has within it billions of subcategories. You're not supposed to be in the same house as a woman who uh, has had her period at all. Hasn't had it. Who has had her period? Oh. Or is on her period? You cannot be in the same house as her. And Islam doesn't believe heaven or hell. That they think that there's like a different realm you go to, and that they have an entirely different belief in it. And uh, there's a, you ever heard of the tribe called the Bonobo or whatever? Is that the one that's isolated on the island? No. Uh, they became extinct because they had a terrible religion. Ah. I mean, they were literally untouched by people. I mean, we observed them, but we didn't interfere with anything, you know. They was on like an island, and they just killed all each other because their, their religion was bad. It just fucking made them think that they were... The way their religion worked is if uh, anything good happened to one person... It was because he used his magical powers to steal fortune from other people. Huh. So, this, so with, with that, within that belief system, everything that happens that's good is automatically bad. It's automatically bad. Yeah. So, so they was just like always going to war with each other, and they just eventually <laughs> just killed, gave over. Sounds like a, sounds like humans. Yeah. In general. <laughs> yeah, that's human. Primal human of, behavior. Yeah, you got to transcend that, that that all that nonsense. The whole fucking. Some people can escape it, and some people can't. Only all of humanity can understand that war is not the way. <laughs> well, this thing I was going on the tangent earlier. There's still more people who will always be more primal than others. They'll have more animal instinct within them. Yeah. Don't don't you think they can be healed though and ascend upwards? Yeah, I think anyone. Maybe, really so. maybe if they. I think so. Maybe if they open their minds, but at I mean, the same time, that's like trying to teach a dog to actually speak English. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you're right. It is. More animalistic. But, it's hard to cure. Yeah, it, it could it, be possible. It, but through, through magic, wouldn't you say? Like a post, uh, post-mescaline mark was, uh, he was... You're an, he was an asshole. He was a bastard. He, he didn't, you'd never catch him doing shit. Total like dickhead. <laughs> That blew, that blew my soul to pieces. What did? I was a more primal, hmm. kind of animalistic fellow. You know. I don't know about animalistic, but you Well, just, compared to now, very much more so. Very much more you're just more close-minded. Very, very much more intuitive. When, when I'm saying animalistic and referring to humans, I'm not so much thinking about a person running around in tattered clothes acting like an animal. Uh, okay. But, like, <laughs> just they have more instinct. Someone I'd say who's really primal is like that kid who got ostracized and shot up the school. He had lost all of his human connections because people had ostracized him so bad. Yeah. All that was left was the primal human being. And it acted. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. And, and you can attune yourself with that. Yeah. I, 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 I was definitely in tune with that kind of bullshit. And then that trip busted my soul open and I had to... <clears throat> somewhere down the line, I went up... Yeah, but even still, I think someone that, that is like that has the potential to. It's just a lot fucking harder. I agree, yeah. That's why... I feel like the, the ultimate gateway is always psychedelics. So. Psychedelics, yeah. That that would be the, like the ultimate gateway. That would be... Like that's the, what Sam Harris even says. It's pretty much the master key. It opens your mind. That's exactly what he even says. Technically, I'm crazy. Yeah, According to science, because the clock hit of acid I took, I'm crazy. I, I would say that's according to a fucking... 
oppressive legal system. Yeah. It's not science. The stuff he took it have kill, killed a lot of people. <laughs> that, I was reading up actually about a psychedelic test when I was microdosing. I wouldn't really get it. Microdosing what? Was it psilocybin? Um, it was psilocybin or it was just acid. LSD? Yeah. Like surgery? Yeah, just LSD. But uh, it was one of the two. I'm pretty sure it was LSD, mm. like at least 90%. They were microdosing it with people who would go out and like certain jobs in the workforce and things. Of course, you know they went through all the legal things. Microdosing, you wouldn't get hallucinations or yeah, just like altered your fucking awareness. Yeah, it just alters your awareness. Yeah, and the amount of knowledge that they were able to absorb vastly increased. Their openness to certain things vastly increased. Energy vastly increased. Hours of activity vastly increased. Suicide dropped. Everything. It was straight, just positive effects. Oh, yeah. The psychedelics, there's something special. There's something magic about them. Uh, Jordan Peterson was uh, talking about a study done with psychedelics in a lecture I was watching recently, man. And uh, they they ran this test on, I I think it was like 51 patients who had been diagnosed with terminal inoperable cancer, you know, and given like, like six to seven months to live. And, and this goes well beyond even what, what Michael Stevens has done on Minefield. <laughs> like, I don't know how the hell he got this through, like, an ethics committee. But he was like, all right, how, how about we take these 50, 50-some-odd people who were literally dying and, and give them psychedelic drugs and, you know, you know, see what they think. <laughs> and they was like, that's a good idea. <laughs> Maybe they're you just know, like, Honestly, yeah. though, if people sign over their rights to something like that because they know they're going to die and they willingly subject they don't do anything. Okay. They could get through a committee like that. Yeah, it's true. It's true. They feel they have nothing to live for. What? Yeah, help me learn. You know, I'll help you learn. Yeah. They, they gave each, they gave each person. I mean, it was it was a lot of mushrooms. It was a enough, lot. It was a lot. It was a, it was a high dose. It was enough to uh, invoke that mystical experience that psychedelics can give you. On a, and they said on over eighty percent of the patients, they came back after like six weeks or whatever of having that journey and then working it into their life 80% of people who came back said that they were they were not scared to death anymore they didn't feel anxious or depressed about it and they were completely fine and they were living happy lives and it like rewires your brain oh yeah, yeah. and it's and a bunch wired. of them were smokers and like they were they, they weren't they were they were smokers trying to quit and like even a higher number was able to just quit smoking. Like it, it helps you break addiction, psychological. And I need to quit crazy smoking. Thing man. Is it's not even addictive. Yeah, it's not at all. I don't think it's anything impossible. can be addictive if you do it too much. I mean, you it, need to it, get it's to not it. chemically addictive. Ah, it's something you could drop immediately. Like mm. there's a point where your body can't take any more stuff like that. Like think about what Dylan was doing there for a while. Yeah. Like he was all depressed and crazy feeling and shit. That's he where his, he, his levels of serotonin had just plummeted from all that shit he was doing. Yeah. He's still recovering from that shit. It's yeah, hard to recover is. from that shit. He certainly is. I yeah. feel like he was trying to give himself ego death. Like trying to force it. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to. I would. I, I don't mean he, to call he, him out or bring up that. No, I, uh, I yeah. feel like that's what he was trying to do. He, 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 he had actually told me before me and him went on this ridiculous journey of smoking all kinds of crazy weed and doing ecstasy and all this crap. He, he was really interested because me and him had talked in great depth about my about, about my trip. And he was like, I want to experience that, man. I want to see what it's like to have an ego death and to go through dying and whatnot. And I was like, it could be extremely transformative and I'll help you get there. But you probably was trying to do that. Same time, that's not forcing that's it. It's not the best way to do it. It's not the best way, but it is the only guaranteed, sure on way. But the only the only downside is after it happens, you have to come back. You have to go back. You have to come back. Oh, yeah. I think that's the hardest part. Yeah, that's definitely the hardest part. Yeah, it took Mark fucking like a year. Years. Too. No, no, it only happened probably like less than a year ago that yeah. I that I came back from it full full on, but. Uh, and, I, and I, I, I made it clear. I was like, hey, I'm still not right from that. Uh, <laughs> but but if I don't think you could say you're wrong from that either. Huh? You're not right or wrong from that, though. Think about it. 
Yeah, it was a bad event. Changed your life for the better. No, I, I think it. I, I think it's the intentions might have been good, man. But I, I, I your intention was just to get fucked up. What? No. I thought the intentions were when you tripped. No, no, the no. I don't Absolutely not. You don't trip to get fucked up. Uh, but I, I, I don't think he. I don't think he got what he wanted. I don't, I don't think he got that that ego death experience. Yeah, I don't know why and, you and purposefully still, seek it out, though. Because it, because it, it's 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 a, it's a it's such a powerful thing. It can seems like everyone could have it. Can it can literally break your mind. It can break you to the point of no return. It can, but it, but if if you don't, not if you if you come back from it. Oh God! What kind of world would we live in if everyone had an ego death? Probably a way better one. Probably. Maybe everyone should have suffered equal death. No, that should Some people not, don't need it. That should not be legislated. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so sure you need ego death. Why not? Maybe. But, but, but it might do wonders for him, man. Well, I don't know. He kind of has his life a little bit together, other than working an ass load and working himself to death. Yeah. What, what do you mean by have your life together? I mean, who, whose standard of success are you using? That's a very valid question. <laughs> Everyone has a different standard for success. Ah, fuck that. Fucking damn, all these lights are killing me. Give me my weed bag. No. Okay. <laughs> I was giving to you. I wasn't I trying to pull it back. Bogart. <laughs> I mean, there's probably still stuff in myself that I don't even know that I need to fix that I don't even fucking know. What'd you say? I said, maybe there's, there's probably still stuff in me that I don't even know that needs to be fixed. There is. Oh, yeah. I definitely... And, and there probably is within us as well. Yeah, self-improvement never stops. Oh, yeah. I think it does. I don't know about think, that, man. I don't think you can reach a level of self-improvement where you've become a perfect being. I think you that's You don't believe in transcendence, man? I don't think it's something that's easily attained as you make it sound. I, I think I think you've already probably attained it, and you just forgot. I think so. I think that's what I think that's how it is. There's probably always a new stage to get up to. No, no, I, I think I think you can actually have legitimate transcendence where whatever the hell is going on, you just merge with it. That, that's that's what you. And that's what I'm you're a firm doing. believer of no perf- of perfection is fake. So I don't, I don't know. That, that, that's just based off silly internet quotes, though. No, I just don't. I just don't know if anything's perfect. I honestly don't well, think anything is. You you would say you would certainly say God is, wouldn't you? I mean, you're a believer in God. He is supposed to be perfect. It's supposed to be. He's not God. He's not perfect, man. That means you should give it up. But uh, see, I, I'm weird when it comes on that shit, man. But. But as, as, as I'm saying, uh, you, you can you can definitely transcend into a. H- how are you not already perfect? Uh, I work too damn much. That's one thing right there. Uh, I can't really, I can't name them all. I have to like look like look and actually look at everything. There's no way in hell I'm perfect. You certainly are. Mm-hmm. Certainly are. Absolutely. I don't think so. The, 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 the problems you've described are problems that you've made up. Problems yeah, that could also be very easily fixed. Problems yeah, that but you've made up. But there's problems that's not perfect. And there's problems that's no, not perfect. If you made them up, then they're illusions. No, I mean, there's probably... There's still a problem that I've had. Even if I did make it, it's not perfect. As long as you believe that, it's true. Yeah, I don't... Whenever you accept that you are a perfect being, there's, there's literally nothing wrong. Yeah, but I don't know if, uh, I don't know if any big, of us could ever achieve perfection. Big, big shit happens. We don't have to. We're already made. We're, we, mean we're, we already are. Does anybody have a lighter? Yeah. <laughs> Pickle Rick. Pickle, Pickle Rick. Rick! Hey, hey Morty, look at this. I turned myself into a pickle. Well, aren't you? Don't, don't have to worry about that. Just look at this. This is awesome. I turned myself into a pickle. <sighs> but, uh, 
You've been me and Simon out here talking about Perusia. Perusia. That night when I left work. The combined awareness of all possible lives that oh, could yeah. have ever existed extended throughout all time. Would you not say that is perfection? Literally everything and the way it fits in to the whole grand puzzle? That might, that would probably... No, nothing could even exist if perfection wasn't where it at least came from. Hmm. I don't know if I mean, hmm. I mean, the universe is perfect. Have you ever seen a cloud in the wrong place, man? I don't think there is a wrong place for them. Well, of course not. <laughs> they go everywhere. Yeah. You ever seen a star out of place? And the universe is constantly upgrading itself yeah. to supernovas. It is constantly growing. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's in a... Isn't it actually constantly the, fluctuating? The resources that come from a sun exploding is basically how our little solar system was kind of made. It's kind of a bunch of resources from a long dead sun wrapped up into another sun and all the gravity affected all the rocks and clustered in the planets and all that. Hmm. We know how our solar system was created. Alright. Right. It's always going good. through a constant state of death and rebirth at the exact same time. Yep. Yeah. That, that, that definitely like, supports reincarnation right there. I swear to God. That man, does. Life doesn't go anywhere, it just stays. It's not like life just dies off and somehow it comes back. It's just, it's just there. Always there. It's, there's, there's no broken up sections of it. It's completely in perfect shape. No, that's still there. It death, it's life, then death, then back to life, and back to death. But by so our, life, but by, they're both eternal. But by our own definitions, death has just changed. Yeah, I just said it's a change of matter. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not a break. It, it's not a. The death this, card. This is life, and you throw in death. It doesn't do this. It just like does this. Yeah. And it goes onto a different they're track. Bo they're both infinite. When a planet De gets destroyed, that planet's going to become another planet later on, or it's going to combine with another planet. Think of the asteroids that hit us. Those were from different planets. At one point, it became a part of planet Earth. That death card doesn't mean to die. It just means a change is coming. You simply can't deny. It's just constant change. Yep. No when we collide said. with Andromeda, it's going to be real constant change. That would be... I was freaking lit to see that, dude. That'd be so cool. I agree. We'll, we'll be somewhere around for it. Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. It wasn't like a billion plus years when that happens. Maybe uh, something like that. Maybe that's the point of Brahman. The part of the what? Maybe that's... Maybe that's... Uh, maybe, maybe that's Brahman right there. Brahman. Brahman. Brahman, what's, what's Brahman, that? Uh, in, in, the, in the Buddhist scriptures, if you will. Brahman, is that what it is? Brahman. Oh, Brahman. Brahman. In, in, in the Buddhist scriptures, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you call them that, they, uh, they state that the universe has a point of beginning. And then uh, it, it goes on a complete, it goes on a complete, you know, uh, it's going uphill a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then a point of Brahman hits where it becomes perfect. It's like it hits the top. It hits the peak. But the point of the the period of Brahman is supposed to last over 400 billion years as a human would conceive it. Jesus! And according to the Buddhist scriptures, we're on the upswing coming up towards, coming up on Brahman. Hmm. So... If, if that happens to the universe, I mean, you're already in it. You, you would experience Brahman at some point. Hmm. That's, a, that's, a, that's, that's, a, that's that's the way that's the way I see stuff. That's a that's a hell of a fucking theory or belief or whatever you want to call it. I was, I was gonna, I was gonna talk about the left hand passage. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. We just totally got off track, which is awesome. Yeah, it was, yeah. So, uh, my 
Well, I wish old Jay Roth was here. He's 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 the one who was uh, introduced me to the idea of. He's sharp as a racer, man. He's dude, man. Yeah. I remember him talking about it. So, like, there's there's obviously a right-hand path. There's a left. Yeah. And the right-hand path would be, like, what you would call being, like, a... Being, like, a... A, a stern father. Right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Right is stern father? The right-handed path is kind of like a stern father. It's it's that way of existing. Yeah. The stern father, you know, he he wants his he wants what's best for the kid. Of course, mm-hmm. he's extra stern, man. You know, he's he want he wants it too much. <coughs> and uh, he'll like discipline, and it'd be a little too harsh on the child. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like kind of like in control. It's like all the pieces of the puzzle are here, and you you can control it. But on the left hand path. It's about uh, freedom. Free? Freedom. Oh, if, freedom. If if, uh, if you will, like uh, the, the uh, everyone you know, you know how the serpent he represents a he represents the left hand path, man. Serpent does. Yeah, the one who uh, convinced Adam and Eve mm. that free of knowledge was the right thing. Because he, uh, he said, uh, there's this knowledge over here that God obviously doesn't want you to have. And uh, it's probably best if you, if you learn it. So you can... Somebody both can work. You can ascend and whatever. And uh, the left, you know, the left and the path, you, it's it's about overturning authority but it, 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 it's got a real magical thing to it it's, it, it's not talking about like the regular world as you, as you see it's talking about like completely mythological stuff hmm. it's, it's real weird but uh, the left handed path is all about pleasure not at, not at the cost of others oh, like old dude was saying you're is it called Epicureanism yeah, yeah. yeah. all about pleasure and a pleasure and knowledge. If, 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 if absolute freedom, right there. You can and modesty. Modesty. Modesty is another one of the, the things he threw in there. That's such an intense fucking thing that he he would lay that out like that specifically. Three hundred. At such a time. Yeah. At such a time. That's that's wild, man. I'm kind of lost on it. <laughs> it's basically live your best life. Oh, okay. That's the leftist path. path. The left hand path. Left hand path. The right hand path is like, hey, control. I, I know this may not be best for me, but or may, I know this is what's best for me. It's going to suck, and I'm going to have to suffer. I'm going to have to do a pretty much like bend to, to like a the right the right hand pass is like to, carrying your cross yeah kind of like, like, like on the right hand path you, you uh there's like a a god if you will kind of like making you do the right thing all the time by, by, by way of like punishment and discipline the left hand path is like no fuck that shit it's a just be free and play and you know just enjoy things and sounds like we're definitely on the left hand path and it'll and, it'll, and uh, whatever it is you're looking for will come to you hey Garfield said that in the movie if you wait long enough everything comes to you I've lived quite a bit of life about that <laughs> his exact words on that was the purpose of this philosophy was to attain a happy tranquil life characterized by peace and freedom from fear and absence of pain by living self-sufficient life surrounded by friends. That's hardcore, dude. That is hardcore, man. That's a... I should have the beer can in the head. That damn quote that I sent you. Oh, about not worrying about fear and death? Because whenever... 
Because now death is not here. That when it finally comes, you don't exist yeah. to experience it. Yeah. That, 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 that's a that's a serious business right there as well. Oh, yeah. It's a good huh? Did you watch that uh, little? Did you watch that video I said you first? Yeah, actually, I Sam Harris. Yeah. What, what do you think about that? The one you showed me. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty powerful shit. I've got one more little short one I'd like I'd like y'all to watch, man. It uh, hit me in a in a powerful way. And he's basically saying what I'm curious said about it. Same thing, yeah. Yeah. What one of the problems we have in discussing? Yeah, let me turn that brightness down. It's a little vicious. I just put, just flip your phone face down. Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Scientifically, is that consciousness is what one of the problems we have in discussing consciousness scientifically is that consciousness is irreducibly subjective. And this is a point that many philosophers have made: Thomas Nagel, John Searle, David Chalmers. Uh, and I, I, well, I don't agree with everything they've said about consciousness. I agree with them on this point that consciousness is uh, what it's like to be you. There's, there's an experiential, internal, qualitative dimension to any physical system, then that is consciousness. We can't reduce the experiential side to talk of information processing and neurotransmitters and states of the brain in our case, because, uh, and if people want to do this, someone like Francis Crick said famously, you're nothing but a pack of neurons. And that, that misses the fact that, that half of the reality we're talking about is the qualitative experiential side. So when you're trying to study human consciousness, for instance, by looking at states of the brain, all you can do is correlate experiential changes with changes in brain states. But no matter how tight these correlations become, that never gives you license to throw out the first-person experiential side. That would be analogous to saying that if you just flipped a coin long enough you would realize it had only one side. And now it's true you can be committed to talking about just one side. You can say that that heads being up is just a case of tails being down. But that doesn't actually reduce one side of reality to the other. And to, to give you a, a more precise example, we have very strong third-person, quote, objective measures of things like anxiety and fear at this moment. You bring someone to the lab, they say they're feeling fear, you can scan their brains with fMRI and see that their amygdala response is heightened. You can, you can uh, measure the sweat on their palms and see, see that there's an increased galvanic skin response. Uh, you can, you can uh, check their blood cortisol and see that it's spiking. So these, these now are considered objective, third-person measures of fear. But if half the people came into the lab tomorrow and said they were feeling fear and showed none of these signs, and they said they were completely calm when their cortisol spiked and when their, their palms started to sweat. These objective measures would no longer be reliable measures of fear. So, so the cash value of a change in physiology is still a change in the first-person conscious side of things. And, and we're, we're inevitably going to rely on people's subjective reports to, to understand whether our correlations are, are accurate. So... The hope that we're going to talk about consciousness uh, shorn of any kind of qualitative, internal, experiential language, I think, is a false one. So we have to understand both sides of it, subjective, classically subjective and objective. I'm not arguing that consciousness is a reality beyond science or beyond the brain or, or that, that it's, it floats free of the brain at death. I'm not, I'm not making any spooky claims about its, its metaphysics. Uh, what I am saying, however, is that uh, the self is an illusion, the sense of being an ego, an I, a thinker of thoughts in addition to the thoughts, a, a, an experiencer in addition to the experience, that the sense that we all have of riding around inside our heads as a, a kind of a passenger in the vehicle of the body, that's, that's where most people start when they, when they think about any of these questions. Most people don't feel identical to their bodies. They feel like they have bodies. They feel like they're inside the body. And most people feel like they're inside their heads. Uh, now, that sense of being a subject, a locus of consciousness inside the head, is an illusion. That is, it makes no neuroanatomical sense. There's no place in the brain for your ego to be hiding. We know that, 
that everything you experience, your your conscious emotions and thoughts and, and moods and the, the, the impulses that initiate behavior, all of these things are uh, delivered by, by myriad different processes in the brain that are spread out over the whole of the brain, that they can be independently erupted. There's, there's, we have a changing system. We are a process. And there's not one unitary self that's carried through from one moment to the next, unchanging. And yet we feel that, that we have this, this self that's just this kind of center of experience. Now, it's possible, uh, I claim, and people have claimed for thousands of years, to lose this feeling, to actually have the center drop out of experience, so that you just, rather than feeling like you're on this side of things, looking in, you're, so you're almost looking over your own shoulder, appropriating experience in each moment, you can just be identical to this sphere of experience that, that is all of the color and light and feeling and energy of consciousness, but there's no sense of center there. So, so this is classically described as self-transcendence or ego transcendence in, in spiritual, mystical, new age, religious literature. Uh, it is in large measure, the baby in the bathwater that religious people are afraid to throw out. It's, it's, if you want to take seriously the project of being like Jesus or Buddha or some, I mean, whatever your favorite contemplative is, uh, uh, self-transcendence really is at the core of, of the phenomenology that is described there. And uh, what I'm saying is that, we, that it's, it's a real experience. It's clearly an experience that people can have. And while it tells you nothing about the cosmos, it tells you nothing about what happened before the Big Bang. It tells you nothing about the divine origin of certain books. It doesn't make religious dogmas any more plausible. It does tell you something about the nature of human consciousness. It tells you something about, it tells you something about the possibilities of experience, but then again, any experience does. You know, you can, you can, it's just people have extraordinary experiences. Uh, and the problem with religion is that they extrapolate, people extrapolate from those experiences and make grandiose claims about the nature of the universe, but these experiences do entitle you to talk about the, the, the nature of human consciousness. And it just so happens that this experience of self-transcendence does link up with what we know about the mind through neuroscience uh, to form an, an actual, a plausible connection between science and, and classic mysticism, classic spirituality. Because if you lose your sense of, of a unitary self, if you lose your sense that there's a permanent, unchanging center to consciousness, your experience of the world actually becomes more faithful to the facts. It's, it's not a, dis, a distortion of the way we think things are at the level of the brain. It's actually, a, a, it brings your experience into closer register with how we think things are. So intense shit. Oh, damn, man. That fella, man, he, he, he's got a way of scientifically explaining life. Yeah. And just it, the most absurd topics. Uh, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty intense. Self-transcendence brings you closer to the truth. Is what, is what he was talking about. Well, he has something to say or here. Or it either merges you with it. Oh. You don't think so? No, I'll answer Robert's question. Well, you think I don't have anything to add, like, I'm still the self is an illusion, man. It really is. Well, I feel like if you lose your sense of self, you can just build another one. Great things happen easily, though. No, whenever, whenever you, whenever it dies, whenever you're you can make another self, one, though. I feel like. No. You could accidentally just make another one. I feel like, like I don't know. I, and yeah, I mean, you mean you can, and you probably will most of the time. Oh yeah. But uh, having that transcendent experience between when the ego was actually dead, things are revealed to a person, and it's just too much. It's just too much for 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 one person to achieve. <laughs> it. It's a it's it's a real it's a real thing though. Whatever the fuck you see, whenever that happens, it's a real thing. It's it's a real experience. Isn't it? It, it, it either become you either merge in with truth, or you see closer to it. Um, you merge into you, or you see closer to you. So you said no, no, no. You, you either merge into 
legitimate, objective truth or your your vision of it is is a little bit more clear. I don't know if they can actually find the solid clear. truth, man. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's quite a, it's quite a, quite an epic journey to see, though. Hmm? To see if you can get a good, to get a look at pure, real truth. What? Hey, would you actually be able to tell if it's real truth? That's, uh, uh, that's a, that's a question I've been trying to figure out, man. Even if you saw it, would you know? Then you're seeing what you know. You're not seeing what's actual. No, 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 no. You, you, you can come to a point where, where you're not. You're not looking for what you believe or what you want to see. But even whenever you clear all that stuff out and you see a bunch of different things, which, one, which one's true? Ah. It's, it's, very, it's very difficult to distinguish. Mind blown there, dude. Oh yeah. I know that head shake, that patented Huey head shake. Oh, oh, shit. Patented Huey head shake. Patented. It's patented. My man. God, that even alliterates a Michael himself doesn't have anything to say. 